Welcome to the Pocha Podcast at the intersection of Brown Pride and Assimilation. I'm Kat. I'm Charlene. Kat, you know we also <laughs> live at the intersection of adulting and immaturity. Oh, I'm, I think I'm more on the immaturity curb than the adulting curb. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a fine balance. <laughs> but I am keenly aware, especially at our age. Yeah, so today's Weedy Weedy, we're just going to talk about adulting. Uh, I love it, and then I also hate it. I know. Because when you brought this up, I also had to go down the rabbit hole of, oh my God, how am I adulting? Because we are. In many ways. Yes. And yeah. and there's some, so there's some ways, if you watch social medias, yes, there's some ways, like adulting sucks, mm-hmm. um, and it does. Do not recommend. Mm-hmm. Zero stars. Mm-hmm. But there is, like, levels of adulting, right? There's, like, adulting where you don't have a choice, X, Y, and Z has to get done as a, an adult human mm-hmm. who is, you know, capable and whatnot, and privileged to be in, in, in those capable categories, right? And then there's like adulting in our generation versus other generations, right? Gen X has some different types of adulting. Absolutely. And then there's bocha or like being Latina and adulting. Yeah, it's a different thing. And you were focused on the Latina factor of of adulting, right? Because I think it's different. Okay, tell me why you think it's different. So many reasons. Well, there's just different pressure, I think. There's there's guilt and pressure <laughs> that combine to create a unique blend of adult. Right? Mm-hmm. And then you add, throw in Gen X and forget it. Okay, so the simplicity of just regular adulting, which I categorized okay. as like sleep. That's, you, you know, you're adulting when you're ser- you have serious contemplation Mm-hmm. about what you're going to do this weekend or tonight or whatever because sleep is important. That's adulting. Yeah. Like, we're not doing the, we're going out at 1030 at night. Right. I'm going to be, I'm going to have been asleep for at least 45 minutes <laughs> at that point. And it's not just the amount of sleep that you have. It's also, what do I have to do tomorrow morning? What time do I have to wake up? Am I going to have dark circles under my eyes? Like, always. That's a thing. And, and I can't sleep in. I'm like an old person. I mean, not where I'm waking up at four in the morning like my grandpa used to, but I cannot. I mean, if it's 730, I'm like, oh, shit, sleeping in. Look at you. <gasps> right? Why? Oh, God. I don't Why? Know. I don't know. Remember that time we used to be young and we were like excited to be up at six o'clock in the morning to catch the cartoons or Sesame Street or whatever or well, Chavo del Ocho? I mean, maybe being an old mom, I'm finally meeting my daughter in the middle because she's <laughs> that age and I'm just awake. So, you know, it works out. Uh, all right. and I, Okay. So seriously, mm-hmm. for me, bills is also an adulting thing because A, I hate it. I hate paying it, which reminds me I've got to pay my credit card bill. Um, but also mm-hmm. credit score. It matters. Like when I get the update in my email saying your score has gone up two points or gone down a point, it's it's important. It's like a batting average for a baseball player or wow. yeah. Because You're like it's important. I need I need a little treat. I'm gonna go I, put something on the credit card. Yes. <laughs> How much do I have to pay next month? Do I to pay the minimum or do I pay a little over? Well, I also was wondering about as an adult, how do you pay your bills? Um, do you do it online or do you do you write a check? I do everything online. I can't. Yeah. I have had the same check checking book mm, mm-hmm. 
for I, I want to say like I haven't had to order new checks for like two years or three right. years. I do I do a half and half. Some make it e- really easy to send a and you do it online, and then I have some that I write a physical check for. Oh, so which one is adulting? Writing the physical check or having it online? I think it's just vieja. I don't <laughs> think it's adulting. Or not. I think it's just your old ass. I'll, also, because very many people grew up not paying bills or paying them late was just a thing. You just like mm-hmm. pushed one aside so you like which one's going to get shut off, right? Like, right. I am so paranoid. I cannot go even to the due date i'm like no what if like i'm so paranoid about it so i the minute they come in the mail usually i'm like writing the check and that's adulting because now you're you're worried about the date that you're going to pay it as opposed to ah fuck it it'll i'll pay it you know yeah next week or whatever well and i'll wait until i get the red notice of water on my door right and part of that is I think just a whatever they'll get their money when they get their money attitude and the other part of it is actually having the finances to cover the bills which I'm very blessed and fortunate that I don't that's not been a worry for me in the last many many years so I also think that contributes to the like I can be worried about the timing because I don't have to be worried about the necessarily the bank account same same very privileged but also very you know aware that i can and so it feels like oh look what i did pat on the back right let's go get a hamburger for doing the good thing like mm-hmm. adulting um i also put down as things for <laughs> just regular adulting i jokingly said fiber but the reality wow. is okay hear me out the reality is um so i lived in new york for a while right and we used to have those um burgers from castle White Castle. Castle. Mm -hmm. Um, And I relate it like this. There's at a certain age where your body is no more White Castle. (laughs) Like you can handle it before, after a night of drinking or or first thing in the morning. And then there is really a certain point in your life where, yeah, no, it's not going to end well if you do X, Y, and Z. So food intake, like you're really, oh, nope, that makes me too spicy. Like I'm going to get indigestion or even better. I brought Tums with me. Mm, <laughs> I, I feel like that's white people's Chico's Tacos. White Castle. White Castle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sure is. I feel like that. I, I mean, you think about it. I used to eat a freaking order of fried cheese and drink a 40 ounce strawberry vanilla Dr. Pepper from Sonic and then go to soccer practice and run miles mm-hmm. and not vomit. Like, mm-hmm. how is that a thing? And, and now, and it's not so much counting calories. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like doing this for my like, right. I'm worried about my waistline. If you've seen me, you know I'm not. But um, <laughs> but like, really, like, I don't literally want indigestion. Right. I really don't, if I'm going to travel, I don't want to eat something that's going to cause me to possibly have to take a deep shit right in the middle of having <laughs> a road trip. And I think about these things of like, let's plan out our meals so that we don't mess up. Okay, you are officially a, like <laughs> Luby's generation right now. I am. She's to, lying. Wow. She is lying so hard. <laughs> I am not lying. Wow. I do plan on the plane. Don't the, eat. Okay, the plane is a different story. The plane, I will plan around the, the day before I'll plan around the plane. I mm-hmm. have been sick one too many times on a plane, not just from being hungover. That probably I only did one time, but just being sick. It is the fucking worst. worst. 
It's the worst. Yep. Not not fun at all. Not I okay, I'm gonna tie that with being sick and having a sick child. Oh. Oh. Yeah, you have to plan certain things now as you an do. adult. Like that's just you you really do have to look at your schedule. Or or you care to plan them cuz as a young person I feel like you'd be like, "Oh, no, fuck <laughs> it. We're dude sitting next to me. I've been passing gas for 2 hours on the way to Oklahoma. <laughs> Sorry, bro." I mean, not going to notice. Whatever. He's still asleep. No, I ate chorizo. Sorry. <laughs> um all right. So what are things that are adulting but with a at the intersection of pocha? Okay, so you brought a a little bit of this up, but food, just food in general, right? Mm -hmm. We didn't used to go out to eat. We've talked about that a lot. But also, how do you cook? Because I cook like a total pocha. I really do. And I think about things I associate with growing up in what I would call like the cultura, right? Frying tortillas, Mm -hmm. um, cooking with manteca, either in the refried beans or in the tortillas or whatever, Um, homemade tortillas, Mm -hmm. flour. Um, making everything from scratch. Like there wasn't boxed cake mix or boxed biscuits or the Pillsbury dough guy was only a commercial. That was not a thing that was happening. Um, And, oh, cooking with canned milk. Oh, yeah. That was a big thing that especially my dad's mom still to this day will do, like put it in her calabacitas or cakes or whatever, use the canned milk, the pet milk, because... It's the good one because that's what they had. Right. Um, you know, that was a, a luxury if you weren't going out and milking the goat or whatever. <laughs> like, that was a real deal. And I now, I steam things, I air fry things. Apparently, when you're an adult bocha, you use the elements in your house to cook things <laughs> instead of just frying shit. I don't know. But I mean, extra virgin olive oil, I use it for everything. I guarantee you my grandmother, and even when we were kids, my mom would have been like, what the hell is that? And now it's an absolute staple in my house. Wow. When I was thinking of food, when you are an adult as a pocha, um, is like when they they trust your recipe. Ooh, yeah. So for me, it's like my mom now is like, yeah, your calabacitas are, I'll eat them because they're okay now. I, my mom, the biggest compliment I've gotten about food, my mom told me that I make my albondigas better than my grandma even Ooh. did. <gasps> I know. Don't tell my grandma. I, I absolutely will not. Um, okay, so yeah. how old were you when she gave you that This was like compliment. two years ago. Oh, okay. I, I perfected them during COVID. So you, you were an adult <laughs> two years ago. Yeah. Congratulations. Well, and I, my grandmother didn't used to put um vegetables so another super super pocha thing i do is add vegetables to everything mm-hmm. that i don't think we used to do like i remember whole meals we would eat that didn't have a damn vegetable unless it was a potato like i, al- just I always thought that the that the um that a salad was what you put in your taco or what the, the little Absolutely. clump that came on the side of your your refried beans my mom still does that like iceberg lettuce and tomato mm-hmm. is salad Yep, sure is. Not like bougie-ass caramelized pecans and blue cheese crumbles and spinach and shit. Like, no, that's not. Mm. The other thing with food is, and this this for me really only happened when I I got a partner and kids. Mm. Like, I think that's when I was like, fool, grown adult. They actually wanted me to bring things to family gatherings and oh, yeah. like food beyond 
bring the sodas, bring the <laughs> paper plates. Yeah. They were actually, okay, you are now officially bestowed of the responsibility mm-hmm. of bringing real food, the mashed potatoes or the tamales or whatever. Yeah. I um, was, I've made really good Brussels sprouts, super pocha, <laughs> fucking super pocha. The only time I ate a Brussels sprout as a kid, it was in some weird ass butter sauce that came in a frozen bag of green giant vegetables mm-hmm. and we were forced to eat that shit. And they don't taste like that anymore. No, they don't. Not when I'm, you fry them in bacon. <laughs> I mean, there's ways to cook them. But also, I don't know if that just means I'm old or I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe they just taste better because they're all like genetically modified. <laughs> I don't know. But I really like Brussels sprouts. They are good. They're good. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so the the type of food that you make, being invited to bring the food that yeah, you make. That's adulting. Being trusted. Mm-hmm. Um, the la- food related, one of the other ones that, that would happen or that has happened now that I'm an adult-ish is before with the rosca, if you got the baby, like it would get snatched from your hands and be like, oh no, your aunt, whomever, or Tia's gonna bring them. Right. Or like Tio's gonna bring them, mm-hmm. not you. Now, if you got the baby, motherfucking, you better be bringing those tamales. Like, I know. no way out of it. You're an adult now. You gotta bring the tamales. I got the baby last year Ooh. at Stockyard Coffee House in Chicago. Hey. Um, and I don't make tamales because I'm not that kind of Mexican. <laughs> and so I made albonicas <laughs> because. I was like, um, what's the most Mexican thing I can make? <laughs> and th- so other white, old white people shit, the people in my house can't eat chili anymore because, yep. not because they don't like it and not because it's too spicy, but the stomach is just a thing, right? So I don't do a lot of chili at the house anymore. So um, albondigas is like, I'm not going to do enchiladas or whatever. Yeah. It's rough. It's rough living. That you know, I stay away from the rosca not just because for me it's not my favorite thing in the world, but also I'm like, nope, don't want the responsibility with the baby. Someone else take it. That's a lot. It really is a fucked up concept. Like you get a toy baby in the thing, and it's like, ha ha! Now you have more work to do, just like a real baby. <laughs> it's bullshit. My just as an aside, my family was talking about the rosca this year and who got the tamales or who got the baby. And they were comparing the sizes of the babies that they used to have in the rosca to what they have now. Because the ones that they have now are a good, like, two inches. The ones that they had back in the day, jo- we were joking about it, how you would, like, literally crunch in on it and accidentally swallow and it would get stuck and you would have to spit up a, a baby. Maybe that's why they kept it away from me. But, yeah, the size of the, of the niño has grown substantially. There's, like, a choking hazard. <laughs> Apparently, several people were sued, and <laughs> now millennials didn't want any part of that shit. They're like, "Nah, you almost died eating your rosca. We're not gonna have that yeah. anymore. That's trauma. Give us a bigger baby." We have giant babies in that. <laughs> I we were so we were in New Orleans more very recently, mm-hmm. and I got a uh, the king bread mm-hmm. right, but it was an individual little thing in a special wrapping, and it was beautiful and it was freaking delicious. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but every single one of them had a baby in it. And I was like, this is not right. This is not, we can't have all the people can't get the baby. Then A, you can't make fun of the person that got the baby because everybody got one. <laughs> and who's going to bring the tamales? It's not, it's not right. I don't think in NOLA they do the same thing I don't with think tamales. So. Yeah. Maybe it's who who buys the keg or who, who goes brings to the gumbo. Yes. I don't know. What do you do? <laughs> who brings the jambalaya or something? Uh so what else do you have in terms of for you and your experience as a pocha? Still food related. Mm. 
I, I feel like this is very butcher and post pandemic I will say I I will pay a lot of money to not have to walk my happy ass through Walmart I will pay oh, for somebody to deliver my yeah. groceries like I will pay for that luxury I am not gonna lie I love it so much and very recently we learned about um, from my daughter's pediatrician actually a local farm who will deliver produce to your house we are on about week four now oh my god shout out Taylor Hood Farms if you are in the Las Cruces area and you want fresh produce delivered to your house with a smile by very nice humans Taylor Hood Farms look it up it's like 25 bucks a week or you can do the like 13 weeks for you know pay it all up at once and all the things oh my god I am a super fan I need to start posting pictures of the gorgeous produce that we are getting to our house and it is delicious and I think because it feels special my daughter is much more inclined to eat the things ooh. that are coming in the bag and excited about like ooh, what did we get and it's beautiful like it is it's really beautiful produce so you know i know walmart is the devil and i need to stop my dependence upon <laughs> the delivery of hard walmart goods but i'm gonna try this year i'm gonna try to uh do more local small town things especially because we live in an agricultural hub like there's no reason to not do that so um very pocha i want my food delivered to my door so that's that's kind of the double pocha because a you're getting actual vegetables <laughs> i know yes. and b it's the delivery service although that one is that one is an adulting thing that i think a lot of people have gotten used to since the pandemic mm. not necessarily as a silver lining but it was an adaptation to sure. the situation and now we are just used to it so used to it i am with you on that adulting piece yeah so one of the one of the ways that i found that i was an adult in my family was at a mother's day and this happened you know probably about a decade ago that i realized this but it was at a mother's day um a sunday mother's day gathering and um and i got initiated because i had kids at that point into the conversation about mothers and mother's oh. day and birthing mm. like i got to hear birthing stories and of course it made me cringe because i was like who wants pain why are we doing this reliving the pain but mm -hmm. that to me was a very important moment because before that it wasn't i wasn't part of that conversation necessarily right. oh, yeah. so then it was like welcome in i love that you are now part of the group i love that i feel adult around my like elders when they trust me with information like that um mostly it's about technology and how can i fix their things yes but <laughs> you're it <laughs> it um because my mom now i'm starting to think she does this shit on purpose she will block me and my sister <laughs> from her damn phone she'll be like you didn't text me i'm like yeah i literally did like three times <laughs> no you didn't she'll send me a screenshot and i'm like what in the hell is wrong with your phone we're blocked for whatever reason I'm like i called you no you didn't okay i love your mom we can call her 
13 times and she will not answer and we have to just be okay with it if she calls us twice and we don't answer you could have been dead in a ditch what's mm-hmm. happening it's a whole situation oh yeah and then related to that is then my partner gets the call like if i oh, if i don't yeah. if i don't answer mm-hmm. within mm-hmm. one yeah. then oh yeah then my partner starts starts getting the call or the text is she okay is everything okay at least my mom usually knows where her phone is because if I call my stepdad, he probably has not seen his phone <laughs> since like July of yeah 2011. Like he probably he he probably has a friggin' flip phone that God knows where it is. It's a paperweight. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like it's for when I need to use it. Okay. Okay. All right. Wow. In case of emergencies. <laughs> what about what what else? Um, okay, so this to me is also a sign of adulthood. Um, it didn't happen when I bought the house, although it did start happening more and more. And I'm grateful for it. I'm not, this isn't a knock or anything, especially the one about my mom calling my partner, because I know you're listening, mom. Um, getting kitchen towels for like your birthday or Christmas. Oh, yeah. You don't, not, when you're apartment living, that really doesn't happen. Mm. When you get your house. Mm-hmm. When you ha- when you're starting to settle down, I think maybe for me that's what it was. Was like adulting was when I was starting to settle down, right? Because before, I guess I was too vaga. I don't know, but <laughs> kitchen towels, and it's like mm. they give you the kitchen towels, and this is I, this could happen with other families. I don't know, but there's always the Christmas kitchen towels oh, that yeah. you get, mm-hmm. and it's like matchy matchy and all of the things like. You are now solid for that holiday. My mom does every holiday. Mm-hmm. Every, like, at Easter, you get your Easter I, Yes. Halloween. I probably have April Fool's fucking <laughs> pa- towels somewhere. <laughs> yes. And, I, and I'm, I feel like these are the special towels, and now we have to use them for the Christmases. That extra solidifies your adulthood. Mm-hmm. When you're saving them for you know what I don't know why you're looking at me. <laughs> I just was laughing because I was thinking about how... I really just adultified our son by, guess what I gave him for Christmas? Kitchen towels? (laughs) No, an air fryer. Oh my (laughs) God. I was like, please cook with air in your home. (laughs) Do not fry things. It was like, please cook, period. Also, there is air that you can use in this cooking process. It's a miracle. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, at that age, like it's the toaster oven or the microwave. Yeah. So the air fryer is like a step up. That's adulting. Well, I feel like the air fryer is really good for reheating takeout. So I, it's in the middle. It's an in the middle appliance. Okay. You're an adult, but also... Young adulthood. You're not going to be making soufflés on a Tuesday. <laughs> so like... If you're making soufflés on a Tuesday, I'm coming over. Like, have you ever sure. had a soufflé? Of course you have. I, I have not. The, it, that answer was from the executive producer. I have not had a souffle. I've never had a souffle. Oh my God, it's because she made apricot souffle. I've never had a souffle. I didn't get an apricot souffle. Okay, we can we can keep our Latina cards because we haven't had a souffle. <laughs> <laughs> Once you do, it's all downhill. You're a Karen. Get ready to call the popo at the park. What else for you is adulting as a pocha? Um, so we've talked about this a lot, but I feel like cleaning and Mm -hmm. how you clean and when you clean, we've talked about that part. What we haven't talked about is how you enlist your kids in the cleaning process. (laughs) Child labor. Because I don't do to my child what my mom did to me. 
my mom would literally i would be looking out my bedroom window that faced the street watching her turn my friends away at the front door because (laughs) i had not cleaned appropriately you'd think i'm fucking kidding and i'm not i know you're not yeah she had no shame she was like well i wish she could but she hasn't cleaned her room (laughs) and i'm like at the window with my snot like rubbing against the glass all crying why wow so so what do you do for so you're not turning away friends for your daughter at the door no i mean i expected and this wasn't just me cleaning my room this was like scrubbing the window crevices with a toothbrush cleaning okay if this girl like hangs three pieces of clothing that came out of the dryer it's like (laughs) good job that is bocha adulting bad it's like gentle parenting or whatever the fuck it's gonna end badly i'm telling you right now we have a list uh, same boat Bad. we have a list on our on our refrigerator of like things that they should do and mm-hmm. i say before you even ask about oh, yeah. going here or yep. there mm-hmm. check that list yep uh, i don't know you might as well have etched it in a fucking stone tablet because no one gives a no shit no one gives a shit no no I mean, I do still like, okay, but have you done anything to warrant going out? No. And at this point, they're also like 19. The two that left that live with us are 19. And I am also on the cuspy cuspy of like, fuck it. Just do, you know, Mm -hmm. just call us so that we know you're alive. Yeah, totally. Um, But also like, you're not just a roommate. Have some obligation to do shit around the house or something. The look on her face too, when I'll be like, do you deserve to have this Mm. thing? She will look me straight eyed and say no. (laughs) But like that doesn't change shit about what I just asked you. (laughs) No. Well, okay then. As long as we're on the same page, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) At least you were honest. Oh my God. Two points for honesty. Here's a cookie. Fuck, I don't know. It's terrible. But no, we were expected to, I mean, the house was immaculate and it was, it was partly our responsibility and we felt that responsibility i really don't think she cares we're like what if company comes over you think the house is going to look like this she's like yeah we live here like people know we live here (laughs) it's not a surprise right and i'm (sighs) appalled okay so bocha parenting as an adult okay so he i think this is adulting this is like a cross between gen x adulting and Mm -hmm. bocha parenting adulting we're trying to stop the the trauma that we had yeah and maybe and going too far no i don't well okay well i mean maybe but too far. we're we're trying to stop the trauma and we're we're like you know how we say we don't want to end up like our parents like this is literally us adulting trying in that intersection oh, of right. bocha and assimilation trying to not be our parents and pass on some of this stuff you're right i um i i want to or at least i'm telling myself and you to (laughs) soothe yourself (laughs) totally i want to bring up one thing that made me cackle when i was reading over your notes (laughs) because for us as kids it was your abuela had the kleenex in the pocket of the robe (laughs) but you went to the napkin in the car so tell me about this and then i'm going to take it farther okay so i remember my mom always having a tissue used or not whatever i don't know mm-hmm. oh yeah in 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 her in the cuff of her sweater or mm-hmm. her shirt or whatever particularly in in church mm-hmm. i don't know why i was snottier in church than <laughs> anywhere else but i guess that's where Satan my mom was leaving through your right. orifices <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> that needs to be on a shirt. Um, so mine instead is I need to make sure that I have napkins in the car in case, you know, this or that. And I will tell you, let me tell you a story as to why. Oh my God. We were on our way home. I went to go pick up all four of the kids at school. This was when they were a lot younger. And um, I didn't have not a single tissue, not a nothing oh, in the not, car. Oh, and one of the twins got a nosebleed. Mm, yep. So what we did have in the car, I don't even know where we got these from. I think it was from my Aunt Grace. We had um, like, <laughs> we had rolls in the car. Roll, like bread? Like bread rolls. I was in a panic and I said, just put one of the bread rolls <laughs> on your nose. <laughs> and so she's bleeding from her nose into, into, into a, a bread. roll. Wow. And of course I took a picture and I'm, I'm almost 100% sure with my Aunt Grace because I sent it to my Aunt Grace and was like, thank you for the rolls. They gave me candy. <laughs> that... So now it's horrible. Adulting is having napkins in my vehicle. Um, I don't know of what level of adulting this is, but I certainly leveled up this weekend because Ooh. I had a, you know, I'm infamous for 3 a.m. thoughts mm -hmm. that will just permeate my existence until I get the thought out. Mm -hmm. I was convinced that I needed to somehow organize and stock the center console of my vehicle for like any possible circumstance that could come up tell me more so there are kleenex napkins wet wipes sanitizer tampons mouthwash toothpaste utensil you fucking name it it is in that goddamn console okay so i think this lands for me because i was thinking about this this lands for me in a very interesting place that's specific to, I would say, our generation, Gen X. Yes. Oh, yes. And this is at that intersection of, like, all of the shit that we had to go through and watch as young people. So um, we... Like survive? Yes. <laughs> we, were at, we were brought up at the end of the Cold War. So, like, in the middle of Cold War towards the end, right? So oh we were always okay. afraid of... No one has ever explained it that way to me, but you, I... I feel like a 90-year-old Russian man right now. The end of the Cold War? Yes. Oh, my God. That happened in the early 90s, friend. I mean, it really did. Oh, my but, God. So we, we were always afraid that Russia was going to invade or we were going to go to yeah. war and all the nuclear stuff, right? There was the start of and yes eventually it became a an avalanche later on in life but the zombie movies like you had to be be prepared for the zombie eclipse and it wasn't like funny haha -ha zombie movies it was like you you know serious zombie movies back in the day where i don't even know what was going to happen we watched um the challenger crash um, so this, for me, in my brain, this was like Gen X has to have exit plans all over the place. And yours is in the center console. Red Dawn. Uh-huh. Traumatizing. This, this is mm -hmm. what, my center console is, it's at its core is Red Dawn. Invasion USA was what it was for me with Chuck Norris. 
that they were gonna <laughs> they were gonna literally come in through the south. There was a there was a scene in there where the ladies she's like snorting coke off the table and her oh head gets shoved into whatever it was that she was snorting with and she starts bleeding and screaming. I'm forever Dude. like, oh my god, everything's gonna invade. I should be prepared and never snort coke. Like, a Mexican that was my wrote that scene. Morbida, morbida. <laughs> you were absolutely right. That's fucking spot on. So wow. so I'm this your center console yeah. mm-hmm. is like the plastic tub that I have in the bed of my truck. It has wool blankets. It has a first oh, aid yeah. kit. Mm-hmm. I inside the truck have a miniature shovel. I have rain ponchos. <laughs> I have. I'm not kidding you. I have zip ties. I don't even know why I need zip ties. I got zip ties. I have all sorts. This is of a things. Dateline episode gone wrong. Like oh, wrong place, yeah, wrong you know time. What? If I ever get pulled over, knock wood that I don't, they're gonna be like, "Ma'am, <laughs> I can like I can hear the episode where they're like, why else would she have zip ties and duct tape and plastic bags in her car?'" <laughs> mm-hmm. Cause she's crazy. I am. Red Dawn. Red Dawn. I'm just gonna be like, you know what, officer? Red, Red Dawn. Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> that that should fuck me up. Also, I feel like we were prepared preparing ourselves as children for a lot of like you said challenger we i mean we were constantly bombarded by images of people getting stuck in quicksand that really i don't do you know anyone that that's happened to i i couldn't even tell you where quicksand lives for us to get stuck in it no but that i mean that was a real like dude if you if if you come across quicksand, <laughs> this is how you should behave. Rope, yeah. R- make sure you have rope. A a, a tree branch nearby. I'm telling a horse. you, my vehicle out of context would probably look really bad, <laughs> really bad. Yeah, <laughs> but I even have some like MRE stuff, like oh meals ready to eat. Oh, I didn't put snacks in there. That's the one thing that I was like, oh, I need to go oh. buy things that have a longer expiration date than mm-hmm. what I currently have in my car. So I need to go. I am make sure that's uh, happening. I don't even know, and and that's that's also the intersection of trauma and whatever because I'm overthinking right. every oh, possible yeah. scenario. It's I live in a desert, and I'm thinking I need two wool blankets in right. my truck in right. case I should get cold. God forbid it yeah. should get under seventy and degrees. Then, and then you damn well know that when it does happen, you're gonna be like attacked by a fucking rumble of armadillos or some shit. Like the one thing you don't Didn't have for. preparation for. Mm-hmm. And the moment that you forget it at home, like oh I took it out because we were gonna go to my favorite <gasps> store, Home Depot, yep. and then it happens. That. That's what we're afraid of uh-huh. every day of every our lives. Single you know day. why? Latchkey kids. Mm-hmm. Home Gen by X. yourself. And that's how you know you've adulted. You're in the adult stages. Now you have to carry that collection of shit with you wherever you go. Damn. Mm-hmm. We're fucked up. Super. Super. <laughs> uh, the other thing about Gen X and, and being an adult is now I feel like I can be my own attorney if ever oh. needed. De- again decades worth of law and order decades worth of forensic files decades worth oh, of this. unsolved mysteries you're gonna be the attorney i'm gonna be the detective everything's gonna be fine mm-hmm. together we were we're gonna solve everything hey, and i will get you out of jail that's why all these people our age have a murder podcast out mm-hmm. exactly why i know I know. I'll, you know what? I just had a vision of you being attacked by armadillos and you just <laughs> succumbing to your fate and throwing up a Christmas kitchen towel <laughs> in defeat. 
it's over <laughs> that's that's my white flag it's my kitchen towel yeah it's like, Cla- i'm waving santa claus <laughs> fa la 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 i give up <laughs> i mean oh. the the flip side to the gen x thing and us adulting is like literally gen xers had to start adulting at such a young age that there. now i think we're kind of reverting oh i love that like we're, we are just reverting from the maturity that we had yeah. to have to keep our ass safe. I mean, remember the times where we had at night after the news, it's eight o'clock. Do you know where your children oh, yeah. are at? We've had to adult for so long that now we're like, don't care. We saw our colleagues on milk cartons we when did. we opened the fridge for cereal they to feed s- ourselves. Staring at us yes, as we were eating our cereal. Yeah, that was a thing. My nine-year-old doesn't want to get out of her own bed to get herself water and i was like making my sister full-on meals at mm-hmm. nine this and burning them like learning how to scrape this everything off of the things you just burned yep so i think we're it it's a very fascinating place because of gen x we're reverting but because we're latinas we are adulting hardcore yeah so we're like still cleaning hardcore but also we have uh, we have our TikTok on or we have like cartoons on in the background because we're just constantly mm-hmm. being in our young in our youth that we were forced to miss. We're we are remarkable creatures. Right? How did we survive this long? <laughs> with with our trauma. You know what I heard today about trauma? And I think this was because of uh our executive producer. We're um we're addicted to trauma. We're adi- or we're addicted to being numb. Mm. just let that sink in for a second and it's specific to our generation we're addicted to being numb started with a quicksand <laughs> ended with challenger all right damn can't trust anyone uh-uh. i know and and then dude we i mean okay so i get that ki- you just made me think of i get that kids have to do like shelter in place things and active shooter drills and that is horrendous and it makes me think about Code Adam. Oh, yeah. And how that was like the first. So if you don't know what Code Adam is, um, there was a little boy who was abducted from a store mm-hmm. when we were, I don't remember what year this was, but eventually they found him decapitated. And oh my God, if we didn't hear that damn story every time we got out of my mother's like arm's length in a store. Do you want to end up like that little boy? Yeah, exactly. And we and we didn't think she was full of shit because we were. She had the news on right in front of us, turning it up, looking at us like Bess, Bess. <laughs> okay, well, shit. Yeah, we didn't need the cuckoo necessarily. We, didn't. we just needed Code Adam. And then the the kid's dad ended up doing. Um, was he the guy, Mike Walsh or whatever? Yeah. Oh my god. The show. What was the show? Uh, yes. Not a, it wasn't unsolved mysteries, but it was no, oh not. America's Most Wanted. Yep, and it's on. There's a reboot. America's Most Wanted. I guess we are still wanted. We want the wanted. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I appreciate that you're saying like you know not to downplay all the other stuff that's going on because yeah, there is a lot, not. and there's and lot. upcoming generations are going to be like, oh, they fucked us up. Now we had to survive, and that's 
pretty I legit. Know. Yeah. Pretty They're legit. They're like, cute. You had to make your own toast. Um, you, The world is crumbling. Awesome. Thanks. <laughs> because of you. We're going to blow up. Great. <laughs> oh, I was going to add, uh, I have an addendum to not only were, would we be great attorneys and um, detectives, mm-hmm. but um, because of like Blood In, Blood Out, Bound by Honor, and American Me, mm-hmm. we also know that we can survive prison. Yes. 100%. We know how that we're going to make a pick into mm-hmm. a message. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we know all the things. Make toilet wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. We've got it down. I, any situation. <laughs> Except maybe quicksand. But other than that. Other than that, we're golden. <laughs> oh my gosh. Kat, this was an excellent trip down memory lane. And a little bit of validation for us. Just A, surviving. And B, having a sense of humor about it. Yes. You have to, there's a coping mechanism in your sense of humor and you have to laugh about it a little because otherwise you would cry. Mm -hmm. Um, A shout out to, I just met and you already knew one of our five listeners, Curdy here in Cruces. Yeah. Um, It had been a year since I got a haircut. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you know, when even the dogs are like, bitch, get a haircut, you're looking pretty shaggy. Shaggy. Mm -hmm. You really have to go and get a haircut. So, um, she has our sticker in her, (laughs) in her shop. And I was just so happy to talk to another listener who was, you know, just happy, happy, dappy, scappy. And then another listener that we recruited while we were in new Orleans. (laughs) Yes. Shout out to Jen. We're going to have to talk about that whole experience another time because... That's going to be a weedy weedy. It was phenomenal. Absolutely. So shout out to Jen, shout out to Curdy, and um, now we're up to... With Jen, now we're up to six listeners. Look at that. (laughs) We're good. We're so good that we're going to be back on the 15th of February. Um, and then, you know, we're going to have to 29th it on in February because it's a leap year. I love it so much. And this has been the Weedy Weedy for January. Um, talking about all of the ways that we're adulting. I'm still Kat, mostly um, adulting. Oh, I'm still Charlene. And we will catch you on the flip side. Bye.